Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Kevin at the Historic Linwood Theater podcast. Today, it is Tuesday, the 9th of May. We continue on with Showing Up, directed by Kelly Reichert and starring Michelle Williams. And then Friday, we debut Bo is Afraid, directed by Ari Aster and starring Joaquin Phoenix. Okay, that'll be interesting. More on both of those briefly in just a moment. Going to give you the schedule uh, until next Thursday, and then we'll do a brief synopsis, and then I'm going to give you some samples of a marvelous uh, conversation I had uh, just this afternoon, early afternoon, with a local writer, dancer, and speaker, Mary Lou Sinelli, and we'll give you a couple of uh, highlights of that conversation, and as I'm editing and doing the post-production work on the full feature, which will drop hopefully on Wednesday, so stay tuned for that. Uh, it was really fun, and I certainly am a fan of Mary Lou's uh, work. She is uh, terrific and uh, is a big fan of the Historic Luma Theater. All right. Right, so let's do that one more time. Showing up continues Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 425 and 7 o'clock. On Friday, we debut Bo is Afraid at 325 and 7. On Saturday, then, interesting schedule because... Uh, at 2 o'clock to 3.30, we have the Celebration of Education Fashion Show with the high school kids and the students and the teachers. We had a dress rehearsal on Saturday, and uh, you're going to have to trust me on this one. It is going to be fun, massive fun. Tickets are available. Go to our website and find out where to go for that. And uh, again, doors open at 1.30 on Saturday, and the show, the fashion show, goes until 3.30. We will only have time for for then one showing of the three-hour epic Bo is Afraid, and that will play Saturday at 5 o'clock. On Sunday, we go back to our normal schedule, although um, times are a little bit uh, odd because of the running time of this one. So on Sunday, we go at noon, 325, both matinees, special pricing, and again at 7 o'clock. And then Monday through Thursday of next week, the 15th through the 18th, Bo is Afraid at 325 and 7 o'clock. So there is what's happening. It's your nuts and bolts of the historic Linwood Theater machinery, well-oiled at this stage of the game I should editorialize here, coming on our 87th anniversary, which, of course, by now you know is June 24th. First, I do have some more information to pass along about that, and we'll do that once we complete the synopsis of the two current films. Showing up, it runs 147, hour and 47 minutes. It's rated R. It's from A24 Films. It was directed by the aforementioned Kelly Reichert, and it stars Michelle Williams. This is their, these two, uh, Kelly and Michelle's fourth cooperation. So uh, you've seen them before. You've seen them together. And this one is interesting. I'll give you the storyline. No, I'll give you two storylines because uh, the first one was from two weeks ago, and this one was from one week ago when the uh, publicists have had an opportunity to gauge the audience reaction. A sculptor preparing to open a new show tries to work amidst the daily dramas of family and friends. Okay, um, and I don't think that that does it justice, so perhaps that's why they went to uh, Plan B, which is 
a timely humanistic portrait of artists of all ages and personalities dedicated to their craft amid life's wacky tribulations. It was filmed in Portland, Oregon. Uh, those of you that are familiar with the Rose City will immediately detect a lot of places. And uh, what else can I tell you about it? Uh, Kelly Reichert's um, trademarks are having an emphasis on mood and atmosphere. Michelle Williams, uh, I'm sure you remember her from Manchester by the Sea, The Fablemans, Blue Valentine, and Brokeback Mountain. It's uh, still getting a very good uh, tomato meter response. It's hanging in there. So again, it plays tonight at 425 and 7 o'clock as it does on Wednesday and Thursday. Then, coming to town on Friday, Bo is Afraid. It is rated R. It's from A24 Films. Boy, they've been uh, real busy of late, and rightfully so. They've been coming out and giving us some dynamite product of late. It is rated R. Why is it rated R, you might ask? Well, how about for violent content, sexual context, graphic nudity, drug use, and language? That language one will get you every time. It shouldn't because now it's commonplace. We've normalized it to the point where now it uh, probably shouldn't affect the ratings, but it does nonetheless. Playtime's in Friday. It will play at 3.25 and 7 o'clock. Over the weekend on Saturday, it only plays one time at 5 o'clock. It's due to the Celebration of Education Fashion Show at uh, 2 o'clock with doors opening at 1.30. It's on the big marquee, so check it out and buy your tickets. Support a local cause, a great international cause by local kids and uh, members of the faculty at Bainbridge Island High School. Sunday then it plays at noon 325 and 7 and then monday through thursday of next week at 325 and 7 as well that'd be may 15th through the 18th written and directed by ari aster uh he of hereditary and midsomar midsomar his four trademarks include a seamless mix of horror and extremely dark humor, unflinching depictions of graphic violence, long uninterrupted camera shots, and an interest in pagan religions and cults. Okay, all right, so that's going to be really good news for about half of our audience and not so much good news for the other half. We will have to wait and see. Um, the director and writer, Ari, was a graduate of AFI, American Film Institute. We have a bunch of uh, those uh, around and amongst us. and They are phenomenal and extremely talented. And I would use the uh, cliche, well-schooled. Stars, again, Joaquin Phoenix. Also stars Patty Lepone, Amy Ryan, and Parker Posey. Okay, well, interesting cast. Uh, we'll see what they're able to do with that. You want the storyline? Of course you do. I can hear you now. Give us the storyline. The storyline is, following the sudden death of his mother, a mild-mannered but anxiety-ridden man confronts his darkest fears as he embarks on an epic Kafkaesque odyssey back home. Ooh-wee. Well, we could have some dark humor fun with that one, couldn't we? We'll see how Ari does with it. He's noted that's his genre. It's what he likes, so I'm sure it's going to be good. Tagline, then, as compared with the storyline, From his darkest fears comes the greatest of adventure. All right. Interesting. I've told you pretty much all that I know about it at this point. You can go online and uh, watch the trailer. You can see some of the comments on IMDb, International Movie Database, or Rotten Tomatoes, or any of your go-to movie sites. 
And uh, lastly, I wanted to give you the update uh, then on our June 21st, the longest day, 87th anniversary birthday party. I've uh, been very successful in uh, going to our community and bringing sponsors on board because the sponsors not only get their logo messaging and everything that we do uh, in echoing their product or their service, but they also have an opportunity to set up shop here in our lobby or on the stage or in the auditorium at a time over the course of that 15-hour day. Uh, new additions, uh, Clark Construction is on board. Everybody that's in and around Linwood Center has seen their big orange trucks and signs and banners for a long time now. I heard it through the grapevine. They've got another two years approximately in our area, so they've done a fabulous job, and uh, we're glad to have them on board. Also, the treehouse is uh, officially in, and she said, sure, why not? And uh, so they will be doing something here, and we'll carry their logo as well. Uh, we are also pleased to add, let's see, John Fawcett, uh, Kitsap Regional Library. John, of course, is of the of the infamous Books on Tap program that is, I believe, uh, every first Wednesday of every month. Uh, and we'll double check that uh, down at the aforementioned Treehouse. Pony DeMori is on board. Let's see, Bainbridge Island Brewing and 11 Wineries. Miguelitos next door. Uh, Bainbridge Island Cycles is um, most likely leaning towards uh, spending some time and energy uh, with us on that fun day. Uh, Peninsula Hearing out of Paulsbo. And I've got a special on that one right now to tell you uh, about how you can improve the audio quality of your viewing experience by paying them a visit. Uh, also, Pleasant Beach Village, uh, including uh, Joe's, and the inn at Pleasant Beach Village is on an inn, and we're happy to have them. Filmmakers have asked if I could please uh, <laughs> allow them a screening, um, despite the fact that they have gone a little bit over the time. I, I said, hmm, okay, sure. They've been good to us. We love having them on board, and, and we do always uh, go the extra mile to help out local filmmakers. Bobby Rowe will be showing a film, so we'll Martin Byladek, and so will Garrett Bennett. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Garrett's uh, film. So those are three additions as well as the sponsors. We are working on getting a couple of guest speakers. Uh, if, if Mary Lou is going to be around, she would be more than happy to uh, make an appearance as a speaker. And I'm trying to augment that with David White, who's a poet and an author living up on Woodby Island. And who else? Um, I just put in a note this morning to Governor Inslee's office to try and land him for opening ceremonies and saying, a word uh, or two and letting us behind the scenes on why he has decided not to run for a fourth term. Stay tuned for our dropping of the latest uh, full-length podcast with Mary Lou Sinelli. She's a local author, a speaker, a master dance instructor, and she's just a ball of fire. I look forward to it every time she comes into the theater to say hello. She and her husband, Larry, are regulars out here and always look forward to it to seeing them in the big house. So it's been a pleasure again coming to you today, giving you the updated information. Again, it's Tuesday, the 9th of May. We've got showing up that will be continuing on at 4.25 and 7 o'clock, Monday through Thursday. And then Friday, we debut. Bo is 
Afraid, starring Joaquin Phoenix at uh, 3.25 and 7 o'clock. Saturday is our celebration of education. Exciting fashion show. Doors open at 1.30. The show runs from 2 o'clock to 3.30, followed by Bo is Afraid, one show only on Saturday at 5 o'clock. And then Sunday, three shows at noon, 3.25 and 7. And then next week, Monday through Thursday, May 15th through the 18th, Bo is Afraid plays at 3.25 and 7 o'clock. Howdy, everybody. Kevin at the Historic Limbaugh Theater Podcast. And my guest today, I kid you not, I've been trying to get her on the show for no less than two months. But she is so busy. She travels, she teaches, she speaks, she writes. She comes to the theater all the time on a regular basis with, and let me ask you this, was that Larry you were with the other mm-hmm. night? Boy, you speak so fondly of him here. I'm, I'm actually jealous. So congratulations <laughs> on that. I'm going to read you the uh, quick little bio that's on the back of your latest work uh, called Every Little Thing, which I just finished this morning, and I find it a fabulous read. Congratulations on that. My guest today, Mary Lou Sinelli, author, speaker, and master dance teacher, has published three previous works of nonfiction. Her first novel, The Starstruck Dance Studio of Yucca Springs, that's a great title, was published in 2019. Uh, Bella Likes to Try, her first children's title, will be published in the fall of 2021. So I'm assuming that's out Yeah, now. it's out. It okay. is out. For more information about her work, you can always go to www.marylucinelli.com. Mary Lou, welcome to the show. Thank you. Where should we start with all of this? I know where I'd like to start. With okay. Your, with your kind permission. You're I'd the li- boss. I'd like to start with you telling us something about... Where you were born, your family, and, you know, kind of let's do it a little bit chronologically. So how far back do you remember? Uh, well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a daughter of two immigrants from Italy, so I'm more of a New York East Coast background and went to college in Boston, went back to Europe to live because I thought I belonged there. I've always felt bridged between being a European and an American because that's that's a very first generation thing and then I felt like oh my gosh no I am too American so I came back and then I <laughs> hopped a Greyhound bus and went from New York Port Authority to Seattle oh my goodness. and in those days <laughs> um, Seattle was really where so many people like me choreographers and dancers were going because studio space was so cheap right so we're talking 60s or 70s 80s. 80s. Oops. By sorry. The time, no, that's okay. By the time I could afford my own studio, it was the 80s. And um, yeah, Seattle, you, well, you know the history of Seattle since then. Sure. It's, well, come, sure it's so time. expensive now. But uh, in the days, I, I mean, I could rent um, studio space there. And then I moved to Port Townsend from there for a while hmm? because I thought that really reminded me of a New England village, I guess. I sure. really didn't know that much about it. And I opened my own dance school there. And I had that from, I don't know, I guess around 10, 15, 12 years, 15. I don't know. I'm really bad with remembering those kinds of things. Mm. And then um, and then uh, I read a piece on, the ra- on my telephone to a producer at KUOW. Mm-hmm. And he said, can you come into the studio and record that? And so I jumped in my car, went to Seattle, and then they wanted them regularly, and then I was writing for Seattle. All of a sudden, my career just changed 
from being needing to be in Port Townsend to needing to be in the city. So I moved to Seattle. Okay. So, but now I live here on Bainbridge Island because mm-hmm. I'm a refugee from what <laughs> happened to Seattle during COVID, deep COVID. Anyway, um, it was really disheartening, just, very disheartening because I live downtown. So you're new to the island. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wh- when did Although you come I used aboard? to come and see your theater all the time sure. when I would ride my bike from the ferry. Right. Yeah. Right. And maybe we should preface this by, or maybe I should preface this by saying that. Uh, we met here downstairs, uh, I think last summer, and you had written, ridden your bike in, and I kind of watched as you parked it out in front, and I said, oh, that, that's nice. I wonder if she's going to come in. She did, and immediately you ordered a popcorn, and I had to fess up that I had just run out of butter. And what did you do? God bless her heart. You went down and bought me a bit, was it a two-pound block of butter? <laughs> And came back and said, here you go. Now, uh, because this uh, goes in, into the cosmos, the Ethernet, we don't know who is eventually going to hear this. But um, I do believe that I read you the proprietor's act of not being able to accept product from people uh-huh. other than government licensed. So, I, But I made an exception in that case. because because it I, was And you. also I did that a little selfishly because I always ask for double butter. You do. Because when I go, because I ride my bike here most of the time and I want that butter to get me back up those hills. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, we have a few more of those than you had in Belltown, but uh, you, you did you commute primarily by bike when you were in Seattle? Uh, when I was in Seattle, I was, you know, lift share was so cheap back before COVID when you could share the ride. So by the time I got to anywhere I needed to go, it was like three bucks because there would be like five of us in the car or yeah. four of us. Um, but then, of course, that disappeared. But I, so I, I, ne- I did not drive around the city. I've never, I've never been much of a driver mm-hmm. because growing up, like I did, you didn't really drive. You walked or took the subway or a bus or. Okay. Sure. Yeah, so I'm not like a West Coast. My husband's from the West Coast, and so he always thinks that, like, he, he'll just drive to the... But we can walk. I'm always telling him, let's just walk, you know, yeah. like, because he grew up driving sure. everywhere. And, and where is Larry from? San Mateo, California. Oh, San Mateo. Bay Bay Area. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. A lot Suburbs. of Italians' uh, heritage down in those parts. I know. So let's go back a little bit, because I am always um, enthralled with um, Italian backgrounds. I come, I come <laughs> from sure? the same thing. I am sure, definitely, I've, I've, I've gone through. In fact, I went through a stage that was so intense that uh, my mission in life <clears throat> was to get to Italy to research my grandfather's uh, place of birth. Ciao.